Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Messy Minds podcast, Reflect. My name is Laura. I'm a mindset coach who helps stuck women to clarify their goals and take meaningful steps without constant overwhelm. And I'm so happy to have you listening along to our first episode. About five years ago, I was someone who had floated through life, expecting it to just work out. Suddenly I realized I wasn't where I'd wanted or expected to be. I was stuck, lost and directionless. I hated my job, especially, and the rest of my life wasn't perfect either, but was especially overshadowed by my job. I had no idea how to move forward from this place. It was terrifying and it was miserable. Since this time, I've become me of today, someone who consciously reviews, reflects and designs my life as best I can. I'm so much clearer on what I want from life and I take steps to move forward, navigating around the fear and overwhelm as I go. Now as a coach, I help others like me. I'm someone who's much more grateful for now and I'm by no means done. I'm always excited to grow and I have a long way to go. I used to be so afraid to do anything in case it was the wrong thing or was wasting time. And then I do nothing for the fear of this. And as a result, I go nowhere and I feel so frustrated and trapped and worthless in the process. It was such a vicious cycle, round and round. Before this time, I had never journaled. And honestly, I had kind of mocked people who did and I didn't see the point. But when I started to look at successful, happy people and I realised, wow, so many of these people journal. I need to start doing this myself. And so I did. But when I started, I had absolutely no idea how to journal or what to say. And I know people that already journaled maybe think that's a silly thing, but I was really overwhelmed by starting to journal. I was overwhelmed by everything at the time. The truth is I was really negative in my head and my thoughts were a jumbled chaos and they sometimes still are. But I persevered with it and I have discovered the superpower that is journaling and I've become a journal lover, a total convert. It's been such a big part of my journey and my growth. So there are infinite ways you can use a journal, which to some people may mean that there's no wrong or right way, but I do disagree. I learned to journal and I'm still learning to use my journal in different ways to help me move forward and grow for different challenges. So how do you pinpoint what to focus on writing about in your journal? Hopefully, if like me, you're stuck, and overwhelmed, I can perhaps give you some insight on this question throughout the series. I intend to give you ideas and inspiration of things you might like to explore in order to use your journal, to get to know yourself better, to clear your mind, and ultimately to grow and go for your goals, even when you're scared and even when you're overwhelmed. So in each episode, I'll take a brief look into the pages of my journal and an exercise that I have done at some point. My journal is messy and it has really poor grammar, but that is the way of journals. And I'm fond of that fact. I hope to provide you insights to help you move forward in your own journey and to also know that journaling is not a perfect story. You're using this to clear the mess for ideas, good and bad ones, for shame and for doubt and for dreams and wishes. So in the first episode, The question I'm exploring is, without referencing anything I have achieved or failed at, or what I do for a living, 
Who am I? What are the core principles, values and elements that make me, me? Or if you do it, you, you. And my response. Who am I at the core? I like to think I'm a person who wants to learn and grow, who enjoyed learning and growing. I like both consistency and the adventure of trying new things too when the time is right. For example, I like to have a fairly consistent and set routine during the week when I'm home, but I love to travel. I fantasise often about trying new adventures and learning new skills, taking up jujitsu, art, drawing, exploring the world and the nature and foods, completing my studies and being fluent in Mandarin. I think I have a vivid and rich imagination, or the capability for one. Creative, perhaps, maybe. I think the job and life path I've taken to date has not resulted in this potential creativity flourishing. However, I do sometimes have vivid moments, both of creative imagining and ideas, and also sudden senses of loss in relation to this aspect of my life not in full use. I'm naturally introverted, but that said, I can be near the middle or seem a little extroverted at times. Part of my INFJ chameleon character, perhaps. From reading Susan Cain's book, Quiet, I sometimes wonder how introverted I actually am versus maybe just being a bit shy. But that saddens me to think of the shyness. I'm a thinker. I think a lot. I think perhaps I don't trust others easily or with a lot, so I'm used to running everything through in my own mind, with myself. A while ago, I actually looked into what my five core values might be, and I'd come up with the following. One, growth. As I mentioned above, I just don't see that for me, life is worth living if I'm not trying to grow in some way. I'm a bit of a problem solver too, and I love to try to solve and make suggestions. Is this is a characteristic I've actually tried to quiet in these past few years, as I've come to realise sometimes people just want a listening ear rather than a list of things they could try and ideas of how to fix or improve whatever challenge it is that they're taking on. I worried that I came across, I'm not sure what the word is, but pretty much like a bit of a twat. Now, if people want my opinion, they can ask. And it's sort of nice that way. But I fear I've gone off on a tangent. Why does my mind flick through things in this way, jumping around? So the second value I'd put down was happiness. It's strange to say, but I wonder if I want to remove this now. I sort of feel it's a poison sword. Is happiness having everything I want and not having to work for stuff? Not having to overcome obstacles and in effect grow? I worry that this one is a societal lie, which causes me unhappiness in the pursuit. Perhaps I feel like I should be happy, or that happiness is something that once you find it, is like an object that you possess and keep. But it's not the case. For example, without the stress and fear of trying to achieve something new and hard and scary, you don't have that glowing, fantastic, wonderful, satisfying, elated feeling of having conquered something bloody hard, whatever that may be. So I sort of need it to be a cycle, because for me, the stress and fear stage definitely does not equate to happy at the time. I don't think I'm explaining myself particularly eloquently. I suppose a cultural desire for happiness causes me stagnation, which is unhappy too. Because when I feel the stress and the fear and the rest, which is normal, I think to myself, this isn't happy. This is wrong. I should be pursuing happiness and this is not happy. So I should stop. But if I stop, that's most unhappy because I've given up. All roots contain unhappy, 
but only one I suppose actually leads to happy. Maybe I should stop rambling incoherently about happiness. Three, balance. So this is one of my values, but it is not one of my current strengths. I'm often an all or nothing character. For example, when I start a good book, I'll finish it in one, cancel on friends, maybe, and abandon other priorities, read it all at once. And I'm always sad when it's over too soon too. Balance is important to me because it helps me curb that sort of excess. Without it, or at least without trying for it, burnout is the likely and usual destination. For me, balance involves eating well enough and exercising consistently, not working all on one project to the sacrifice of all else. It is something I think I'll be forever working on, but it is key to my health, ability to grow, and ultimate happiness and fulfillment. For adventure. As I mentioned before, I do love an adventure. I hate to sound rigid and unadventury with it, but I like to separate it from the rest of my life. You know? Like, best and easiest example is a holiday. You go away for however many weeks, do new things, you eat new things, but the chaos of adventure is not permanent either. It's a release. It's one that's needed periodically in some form. I think I'm about due a new adventure, so let's see what happens. I keep my list of someday maybes, I always have plenty of adventure ideas. Making them reality is the hard part. And five, wealth. In ways it saddens me to put this one down. However, I think it's a core part of who I am. Growing up, one of the messages I was always given was that you need money. You shouldn't ever do a job that doesn't pay well. Now, money and wealth are not always the same. I include money in this. I've made many decisions based on money but I also have huge wealth in other areas. My relationship with my husband, and now we have a baby boy. I'm rich in these life areas right now, and I am so grateful. It brings my whole life up. So yes, maybe wealth seems greedy when you think of money. And yes, really, I'm probably a little greedy in this area, overestimating what I truly need to live an exceptional life. But it's a part of me, and something I can't help but consider often. But who knows? As my other wealth areas shift, as with having my son, perhaps money won't even equate to wealth in my mind one day. And that was my journaling response. So I chose this question for the first episode because the truth is, all this time ago when I was so stuck, I suddenly realized I had no real conscious idea of who I was. I'd floated so far and I'd expected to just become a success eventually when the quote right thing came along. Someone had asked me the values I live by and I had no idea. It took me ages to think on these and choose five primary values and as I did I had to question whether I liked these values and whether I truly lived by them. If I didn't perhaps this was the first problem causing me to be so stuck. I was totally unaligned. Because I didn't know myself and I was so unconnected, this didn't help me then make good decisions or know where to go. The decisions I was making weren't in line with my values. I realised, if I didn't know myself, how did I know what I really wanted? How did I know a good decision? How did I know my strengths and my weaknesses and my dreams and my desires beyond what other people told me they were or should be? Because there's so much of that out in the world people telling us what we think that what 
we should be wanting and thinking and desiring through marketing and other things. When I was younger, there was actually not that much regard that went into my life choices in terms of what I truly enjoyed. My assumption was that I would become rich and successful, I would retire young and I would enjoy life then. And that I would get a good business idea, build my own business and that it would all just come like a spark of inspiration to me and I'd know exactly what to do and how to achieve this when this came. And I suddenly realized, what if this inspiration never comes? It might never happen. And I hadn't been conscious in how I was behaving and how I was building the life I was living. Looking back, I was so far along the wrong road that I think that the worst aspects of my personality were pushing forward and other areas being totally neglected. And so I wasn't doing things that made me happy or things that made me healthy to the point that I wasn't even sure what those things were anymore or who I was. I realised I was really negative about everything, small daily things and any future prospects. I was only seeing the negatives of why I wouldn't be able to do anything. And these things only began to change when I had journaled consistently for a time. So what were the first things I did? I changed my negative attitude. And I did this by writing three things that made me happy each and every day. I did this almost every day from 19th of June 2014 to 11th of June 2015, first time round. It was such a simple thing and I'd heard it so many times suggested online, like in terms of a gratitude journal. And I hadn't even thought that it would be worth anything. But from doing it, it changed my whole attitude. And to be honest, it took less than five minutes a day. The second thing I did was I tried to find out who I was using questions and journaling similar to today's episode. And thirdly, I started to try to bring my life to be more in line with who I was. Tiny changes at first, setting my computer background to list the values that I just talked about with an inspirational photo, using my journal to identify these little changes and following up on them. If not now, adding them to a list of someday maybes so that I didn't forget and could work the big things out later. I still keep this list. And so that's a few things that you could try to get to know yourself better because the start of the journey is knowing what you want and who you are. And the truth is who you are today might not be who you are tomorrow, but knowing a good bit about yourself definitely can't hurt. Thank you. So I'll be doing a series of six episodes, which will take us on a journaling journey, hopefully from stuck to less stuck, overwhelmed to clear. Next week will be Inspire, and I'm so excited to share. I think it's probably going to be my favourite episode. Currently, I have some spaces available for one-on-one coaching, so please get in touch you can find me on Instagram at going for something or take a peek at my website, which I will link in the show notes because I don't think my name could be spelled out on a podcast. Um, so if you feel stuck, if you feel overwhelmed, take a look at my Instagram, get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Like I said, links to both in the show notes. And finally, tell me what you've said about this week's journal question share your responses or highlights from it with me. 
And if you enjoyed the first episode and you want to hear more, please hit subscribe, rate the show, comment, and spread the word to any friends you think may need to hear this too. Share a snippet in your Instagram stories of your favourite bit from the episode. I would love to hear it. In the meantime, have fabulous, fabulous weeks. Until next time.